Joe Person, Panthers beat writer, a part of The Athletic, doing incredible work, which you can find by following him on Twitter, at Joseph Person. Joe, you've gone through a couple head coaching searches now. How chaotic is it for you this go-around? Um, yeah, it's just kind of weird, like you said. <laughs> it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and uh, I guess we're at 10 now, if you count Gerard Mayo, um, which I think we should, because I, you know, I think, I think, I think he's still in, in, you know, in play here for the Panthers, pa- uh, Patriots, obviously making that very kind of unprecedented public announcement that mm-hmm. they were going to try to extend him. But I think that was really probably more in response to the de- defensive coordinator calls he's gotten. I don't. I don't think anybody would would. You know, I shouldn't say they would would turn down an interview, but most guys uh, would would you know at least like to go through the interview process if if you're not, especially in Mayo's case where he's not not been a coordinator. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting. I, I mean, let's remember though, like uh, two years ago when David Tepper was looking for a replacement for Marty Herney. They interviewed 15 GM candidates, and so I think I think we've seen with him he likes a big pool, and I think part of it too is to pick the brains of these candidates, and, and even if they're not necessarily necessarily going to be the guy, I think I think Tepper likes getting their view and the rest of the league's view on on his franchise and where the warts are, and where uh, you know where the where the positives are too with this Panthers roster it's Joe person on the body works plus guest hotline and Joe yeah you, you mentioned the the growing list of candidates you have a pinned tweet on your profile including a survey asking Panthers fans who they want to be the next head coach and an overwhelming majority chose Steve Wilkes to be that guy do you think as we go along this process that the possibility dwindles for Wilkes to be the next head coach or are his chances just as strong as they were in the first place well it's impossible to look at this list, which includes, I think now, seven offensive guys, and not notice the trend. I mean, there there there's a, a lot more guys on that side of the football than than there are on the defensive side, which is Wilkes, D'Amico, Ryan's, and and Mayo, whom we talked about. I I do think you know that, like I mentioned, that if it is sort of a fact-finding mission for, for David Tepper, and I don't know that it is, but I think that's part of it, then then I think you you still give Wilkes a, a, a good chance. You know, I, I, I know that he had his interview earlier this week. Um, I think he was going to present his vision for the offense, which was a important part of his presentation because, uh, you know, I think we've seen uh, the defense rally around him and the offense too, but but you know they played a very spe- specific, uh, conservative style of football uh, offensively. With and 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 listen, it he was Steve Wilkes and Ben McAdoo were kind of trying to maximize what they felt they had on this roster. They they didn't they didn't think they had strong quarterback play and certainly didn't trust the quarterbacks to win them football games. So they relied on that defense and guys like Deontay Foreman, Chuba Hubbard and, uh, and, and good special teams play. And, uh, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's a kind of offense that David Tepper 
wants to see over the course of uh, an 18-week season. And so I, I would have loved to have been a fly on that wall. I mean, I know one candidate I've mentioned as a possible partner for Wilkes at, at offense coordinator is Eagles uh, quarterbacks coach Brian Johnson. He obviously done very good work with Jalen Hurts and kind of an up-and-comer. And, you know, he, he might have an opportunity to uh, stay right there in Philly and be offense coordinator. Depends on what happens with Shane Steichen. But just uh, kind of one name to keep in mind there. Joe, West Bryan here. Does it feel like just the perception, the more candidates that they bring in, it's almost like we're forgetting about Coach Wilkes. It feel, seems like he's getting drowned out by all the candidates that keep coming in. Yeah, you know, I I kind of felt, too, that it's a good question. And I felt when Harbaugh's name came up, as it did last weekend, that that almost, to me, it was even before the Saints game, I think, uh, Wilkes' final game, and that almost felt like it was uh, a way to kind of divert fans' attention. Because, listen, David Tepper pays attention what to, to what the media and the fans are talking about, or if he doesn't, certainly people are telling him. And and as Walker said, and as you guys know, there's been a groundswell of support for Steve Wilkes beyond the, the the locker room, which which is you know not insignificant either. But um, yeah, I felt like that was a way to kind of you know I, I don't. I think both sides gained a little something from having Harbaugh's name out there. You know, he gets leverage with Michigan and or the Broncos and Colts and the Panthers, as I said, you know, it was sort of a sh- uh, uh, letting their fans know that like, Hey, we're going to shoot big for the, in this search. Uh, I know y'all like Steve Wilkes, but we're going to look at other candidates too. Do you think that, uh, the, the offensive philosophies of these guys and their backgrounds with quarterbacks bodes well for them since it's more than likely the Panthers will pick a quarterback at nine or maybe try to trade up and get one? Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, all these guys, and, and that listen, you guys know this, that's been the trend since 2017 with Sean McVay that, you know, not just getting the McVay disciples, although there have been a lot of those guys hired, but most of them, and, and even guys like Nick Sirianni have a background with quarterbacks, and that's that's the name of the game. That's why I said it was so that, – that's why that piece of Wilkes' presentation was so critical. And how does Wilkes uh, view these quarterbacks in the draft? Um, is there a guy that he's particularly, you know, smitten with? Because I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think this is the year – the Panthers are going to uh, finally take a uh, quarterback in the top 10. Joe person joining us on the body works plus guest hotline. Joe, do you know the chances of Steve Wilkes remaining the head coach, but also maybe bringing in Frank Reich as the offensive coordinator? One of these guys, I know that's kind of been mentioned out there as uh, maybe a pipe dream or maybe an actual possibility. What say you? I don't get that that's a real possibility. I, I know it's been mentioned, and, and I get why it would be. But, no, I, like I said, I think, I, I, I think I, you know, listen, I think Wilkes would be open to listening to a proposal like that, but I, I'm, I'm pretty certain he went in there with a, uh, a short list of, of offensive coordinators he had in mind if he gets this, and I don't think Frank Reich was on it. Uh, you know, could that change? 
I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe. But, um, and I, you know, it's no slap on Frank Reich. I just think Steve Wilkes has, you know, all these guys, listen, they, they, it's like, like any business, but, but, but they have people they've worked with before, friends of friends, people they trust and respect. And, and Steve Wilkes has, you know, he has a short list of, I'm sure he keeps in his desk or wherever of guys that have, you know, cause I think it's important to point out too, when he got that Arizona job, it's often mentioned, and it was mentioned in his lawsuit when he when he joined the I should say not his, but when he joined the Flores lawsuit, that he did not get to pick the quarterback there. That they uh, that Josh Rosen was was the choice of Steve Kime, but also out in Arizona, Wilkes didn't get to pick his offense coordinator either. He was um, kind of paired up with Mike McCoy again, choice of, of Bidwell and Kime in Arizona. So. Um, not to belabor this point, but 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 it is when when you're a defensive guy like Will, and uh, and for that matter, D'Amico Ryan's and, and Gerard Mayo, and this owner seems pretty, you know, smitten with offensive coaches and quarterback coaches in particular. Then then it is important to to know what the vision of those defensive minded guys is on the other side of the football. Well, and Joe, to the best of your knowledge, I mean, we heard Scott Fitterer talk about the actual people that are that are going to be making this decision. How hands-on is David Tepper when it comes to football operations? How hard is it? To, how hard has it been to gauge the actual power structure that exists within Bank of America Stadium? Do you think it needs to be defined more clearly? I know that's a lot, but just it always feels like the power structure and the decision-making process is always a little cloudy. With Matt Rule having 51% contractual control over personnel, and now we're hearing from even Nicole Tepper is going to be involved. How do we define this power structure in place when it comes to football operations? Yeah, I mean, listen, David Tepper is an involved owner. Not to the extent, I don't think, of like a Jerry Jones from people I've talked to over in the building. But and but he's around a good bit, you know. He, he He's in Florida. By, by nature of being a billionaire and wanting the tax breaks that come with living in Florida as your main home, he's got to be down there a couple days a week, too. So, but, but when he's here, I think he is in the building and, uh, and especially, and he has said this, that on, on decisions, when it comes to like quarterbacks and head coaches and GMs, he is going to have a very heavy hand in it. And I think he's going to listen to to Scott Fitter and take Scott Fitter's input and Nicole Tepper. And uh, another guy I know who's on the committee is Samir Suleiman, their cap salary cap guy for the Panthers who came with Tepper from the Steelers. He's going to listen to all of them, but at the end of the day, he's cutting the big check. And I think it's going to ultimately is Dave Tepper's has the final say. So, and Joe talking about all of that, what do you feel like has been a public's perception? Because we've heard pundits talk about the Panthers are dysfunctional, et cetera. What is your perception about the fact that Tepper came out and said that his wife was going to have a say in the decision. And then I was going to ask you to follow up off of that. You know, do you have a personal candidate do you, that you think is the best fit? Well, first of all, it was Fitter who said that about Nicole Tepper having a oh, role, Fitter, not, sorry. not Tepper. But, but your point's still the same. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, I don't have a problem with that at all. I mean, that's listen, I think any of us who are married, when we have big decisions to make, I, I think there's a very, very high value in getting your wife's opinion 
a woman's intuition, uh, all of that. I mean, listen, we have very. I'm glad to see the NFL has has you know made a lot of progress. We're listen. We still want the NFL to make progress when it comes to uh, minority hiring practices. Uh, I think they're slowly making progress too, where you know powerful, strong women are having a, more of a say. So, so yeah, I think I think it, you know again, I I think I'm, I think it's going to be kind of a, uh, a a group decision, but with David Tepper making you know kind of putting his final stamp on it. And do I have a, a you know I advocated last Sunday writing from the Superdome that I think the job should be Wills. Um, I understand the, uh, you know, the push for a, an offensive guy, and you know it is the way the league's moving and, and working. But I just, I was really impressed with what Steve Wilkes did in a a tough situation. I mean, Josh Norman said this week, I think it was Monday, before those guys got out of town, he said, you know, and he was watching from afar at this point. But like at the time of the coaching change, when they got rid of Rule, he's Norman said they were about half a step away from like putting bags over their heads in the stadium at Bank of America, and I mean it was it was bad. And then then he had, you know asked to dump Robbie Anderson, he asked to see Christian McCaffrey get traded away, um, all of that. And I just I thought Steve Wilkes did a masterful job, just sort of making the Panthers respectable and relevant and just commanding respect in that locker room. All right, Joe, one final thing before we get you out of here. You mentioned you you do think this is the time that the Panthers invest in a young quarterback. Where does that leave Sam Darnold? What are the chances he comes back with Carolina next season? Well, I mean, they have to have somebody on the roster besides Matt Corral, and let's you know assume that they take a guy in the top ten. So I think that there is room for Sam Darnold as – you know, the number two guy, you know, depending on what happens with, because you just don't know where, what you're going to get from Matt Corral. I mean, the, he, there, he, he won out there nearly long enough in August to know if he's going to be the difference maker or if he's the guy that's, you know, not even going to make the team uh, next year. And so Darnold at least did enough. I mean, I think we're, we, I think we're all in agreement. He was better. I still don't think he's a franchise quarterback. And and if they bring him back, that it wouldn't be with that in mind. It'd be at a, at a reduced salary than what he made this year at eighteen point eight million. But I do think it's possible. And look, so much depends on who gets hired. Uh, but I but I think it's possible. That's great stuff from Joe Person, a part of the Athletic, joining us here on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Follow him on Twitter. That way you can stay up to date on everything revolving around the Panthers coaching search. Follow him on Twitter, at Joseph Person. Joe, always great to hear from you, man. Thanks again for stopping by. All right. Y'all have a good weekend. Thank you.